can see clearly now the rain is gone. Hey, yo, I'm sitting here watching the Boondocks episode, and that shit got me crying because it's like that nigga was singing that shit, and he was singing that shit to his fucking heart. It wouldn't give up, man. You know what I mean? Hilarious. And Boondocks is a top five show, by the way. It's a top five anime show because it is anime. You know what I'm saying? And that has nothing to do with what the fuck we about to go on. But I just had to state that because at the end of the day, you know, God is great and great is God. You know, we're going to move on. <clears throat> Episode 4-4. Shout out to Jay-Z because 444 is the album. And that was the last album we heard. And that means we on episode 44. And again, that has nothing to do with this episode, but we're going to keep it flowing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of shit, man. I know I say that a lot, but this is really crazy on the culture standpoint. It's a lot of fuckery. And the fuckery this time to enhance into, into some other world shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, we got the good nigga, yay. Or is he a good nigga? You know what I'm saying? He is a good nigga technically, but you know what I mean? Then, of course, we got the woman. He just got a lot of shit, bro. A lot of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to actually <clears throat> get it started with the woman because I want to speak my piece and my two cents, more so eight cents on this situation because this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, before we get started, I want to tell the woman out there that y'all are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to keep it politically correct. <laughs> And on the other end, you about to hear some truths because, of course, this in quote woman situation has to do with the great Nicki Minaj and her other counterparts that is just been beefing. And I just want to know, when are we going to get a diss record out this motherfucker, man? Because all I'm seeing is tweets out these situations. I'm just seeing straight women beefing. And I ain't hearing no no bars. I'm just hearing straight tweets and rebuttals and sub tweets and all this other wild shit. Shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But uh, apparently what I'm referencing is Nicki Minaj going back to back to back to back with countless women rappers and beefing with them and having uh, disputes and whatnot. Nothing positive per se. The latest one that she had as far as spats was with Lotto, you know, and that was in regards to Nikki's feelings about her record, the super freaky girl being nominated and recognized as a pop record more than a rap record. Personally speaking, I hear straight pop when I hear that record. Granted, what Nikki is saying as far as her concern about it is that she raps mostly on the song, so it should be a rap record, and she doesn't understand why it's recognized as pop in the nominating side i think is more pop so i can see the grammys looking into that and nominating that as a pop record because it's definitely pop and when you add the video to it and not that it has to do anything with race but when you're leading male on that video is a white man that kind of leads to the pop lane you know what i'm saying they're not going to make that rap <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> like and i thought it was just funny because i thought nikki for like a couple years ago made her stance known that she didn't really give a fuck about the Grammys just to kind of turn around and speak about the Grammys. I thought that was kind of funny, but back to the issue again, her issue, her recent issue at least was that the super, the super freaky record was nominated for pop. 
And on top of that, she took the initiative to bring in Lotto's record, which is Big Energy. And she felt the need to include Lotto because she said if her record um, is, is pop and not rap, then why is Big Energy, which is Lotto's record, recognized as rap but not pop? Now, she may have a point, but I felt like she was wrong for bringing not even just Lotto, but anybody in that issue because why or what does Lotto have to do with yourself and your catalog? I thought that was weird, you know what I'm saying? But me personally, I've been saying this type of shit about Nikki for the past years that she's been on that cornball lame shit, you know what I'm saying? Because we've been seeing how she's treating little Kim, and now it's ironic because the counterparts and the ladies that's under her, more so that came after her, is practically doing the same shit to Nikki that Nikki was doing to Kim as far as the old shit and whatnot. So with that being said, you know, and of course we're still summarizing because this is a lot of shit, man. So, yo, these women are on these motherfucking necks, man. These niggas ain't with this type energy, man. Cardi B was outside the other day willing to knock a bitch out, you know what I'm saying, in the Bronx. Ain't no nigga doing that shit because the nigga out there going to do that, they pulling out guns. These women is out here willing to knock these bitches the fuck out. And you know I'm not calling them bitches. but moving on so nikki has a problem with lotto lotto spoke up for herself defended herself on twitter and now they going back and forth and now you got a whole think piece battle between the barbs and fans of lotto and etc you know what i'm saying motherfuckers on twitter debating about who's right or wrong and all of that shit me personally i think it's just corny for the fact that one you have an issue on something that you previously stated that you didn't give a fuck about and i'm speaking towards nikki and the fact that it's just highly funny that most of these counterparts that's coming after you don't see you as this idolized person like they look at you as an idol but you sitting here having conflicts with every single woman that's coming after you but and you want these same people to just bow down and praise you and that shit is corny you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, that goes to speak because it ain't just Nikki. You know, you got Cardi B, her last situation where she went off with JT. Her and JT had a Twitter spat. And then prior to that, Cardi had a situation with the Akbar chick, the chick from Love and Hip Hop. They was going back and forth on Twitter. And I understand they defending themselves. And of course, that's outside of Meg in her situation and whatnot i just like to see some bars at this fucking point like the last recent conflict that we seen from the women's side that was on wax was nikki and remy and you saw how that ended you saw how nikki was barring or going at remy as far as sub tweets and sub bars and then once ether came out or sheetha excuse me you know what i'm saying now we're seeing copyright and shit getting pulled back and all of that. So when we kept it on wax, we can't even do that because now y'all pulling records. You know what I'm saying? And personally speaking, Remy fucked her up on that on that damn sheet the record. That shit don't make sense. And it's not even about Nikki. Remy could have been beefing with anybody. And if that was the record, ain't nothing fucking with Sheetha. You know what I'm saying? So that's here or there. And just to see 
the woman combat like this is rare is very corny because i remember when like for instance nikki and cardi did the motorsport record with the migos and i felt like at that point of time that could have been the moment in hip-hop where we saw the two biggest artists not even just on the women's side but arguably at that point of time could have came together had a moment for hip-hop and for themselves and that would have been a fucking moment you get what i'm saying like real talk like a fucking moment i remember that shit and hearing the song and seeing on paper that cardi and nikki was on the same record so i was like oh shit this is like one of them hip-hop moments like when we seen jay and nas on stage together after the fucking ether and takeover this motorsport shit was one of those but due to egos and not even blaming or better yet i'm blaming both sides of it because regardless of who's right or wrong the fact that y'all couldn't put that shit to the side for a moment of the culture and for the bag was some wild shit and to go from that point back to now or leading back to now and seeing how the end quote queen of rap is interacting with her peers is some lame ass shit and something i've been saying for the longest since she's been out because this has always been activity from this lady as far as Nicki minaj because i don't want people to get confused of who i'm speaking of because this is very direct at for the love you know what i'm saying her, her whole career has been built on building Nicki minaj which is not a problem but not really supporting the next motherfucker unless you're involved in that shit because when you look at her track record and you look at her socials and etc you don't really see from an organic standpoint like that and i'm not saying she never did it but it's rare that you see it where she organically supports somebody without her being in it name me that because i find that to be kind of weird everything you seen nikki promote she's featured on that shit she's rapping on it she has something to do with it so the end of the day she benefits from it because she's a part of it but you don't see her dropping a fucking album support and saying go cop this because i fuck with it no she's dropping track seven featuring Nicki minaj and then proceeding to say go listen to the album you get what i'm saying so i say all of that to say now and of course the way that you treated kim is just full circle because now the girls like the city girls and lottos and whatnot and the cardi b's are practically doing the same thing to you that you did to kim you know what i'm saying and my last point with the women because i love all women you know what i'm saying you know when you you know been a titty connoisseur for all these years you know what i'm saying women are you know but we it's, it's not about me you know what i mean but we love women and it's not an attack on women this is just on some real cornball y'all gotta stop this bullshit because if it ain't on wax and then keep it on some rap shit like i said just now if we're not rapping this shit if we ain't putting this shit on bars then what the fuck is the issue what's the, what's the beef fuck out of here you know what i'm saying because if y'all just want to go on twitter and social media to do this shit then y'all need to do a celebrity boxing uh situation talk to jake paul and the motherfuckers organize a boxing event and come together and just knock knock each other the fuck out because that's what y'all need to do apparently if y'all ain't gonna try to rap you know what i'm saying because if y'all not rapping to get the fuck off the stage you feel me you know what i mean but and man y'all too fine for that shit man you know what i'm saying like y'all y'all be too thick and ass be fat and y'all be twerking every day to be trying to 
beef with motherfuckers and shit. If y'all ain't trying to come together and do a ladies' night remix or do a lady marmalade and all that shit, then what the fuck are we talking about? You see how I'm bringing up ideas for the culture for these ladies to come together and really show these niggas in the game that y'all not fucking with these ladies? You get what I'm saying? Because on some real shit, and I love hip hop, but if women really got in that mindset, not to sound preachy or nothing, y'all can really fuck these niggas up in this game, man. Y'all already got shit that y'all gotta go through more than than these niggas got because it's a man's world and as far as the industry. But if y'all came together and really did some shit like how I brought up that motorsport shit, or if y'all did like an all girls tour, imagine a fucking woman's tour. We ain't, we still ain't get that shit yet. You know what I'm saying? We 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 already had the Kims, the Foxies all that shit we still ain't get a fucking uh, all girls tour you know what i'm saying or a girl who won the world who run the world tour call that whoever named that need to call those at for the love and let me get my publishing because i see that shit happening in the next five to ten years who run the world tour you know what i'm saying you got city girls lotto you feel me if y'all could get it cardi on that motherfucker nikki could close it out fire shit you got meg throw meg in that shit you can throw chica in there i can bro throw rap in there it's hella fucking ladies man and that can cover all avenues all the you got you got the city girls with the party twerk you got you know what i'm saying rap city with the bars you got nikki with the overall all around this you got the legends in there it's bro you get, come on man you, you see the ideas that's coming but niggas want to throw hills and earrings and start fighting and shit and talk about the Birkin bags and all that shit, man. Shit crazy, man. You know, I done um, spent a good, you know, good amount of change on that. But I had to get that off, man, because for the past couple weeks, it's just been a bunch of Twitter spats and social media energy about nothing. And then you got all these dolls and all these loving hip-hop rappers want to um, insinuate themselves and put input on these major beats like they, they fucking relevant. And that shouldn't even be the conversation with y'all. It should be about y'all music and y'all talent and what y'all do on the music side rather than the shit that, that y'all say out y'all mouths. And that's the other sad part that I want y'all to think about. Anybody that's trying to be a musician and all that shit, I respect it and may have an opinion on that, but don't do shit like that. Just stay on your craft, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's about the main advice I give you at for the love, man. But we gonna move on, you know what I'm saying? Cause of course, at for the love, we about progression, and more importantly, we're about positivity. You know what I'm saying? And like I said before, I just want to shout out to all the titties out there, respectfully. You know what I mean? Cause you know it's just you know y'all y'all out here feeding the world, man. You know don't let don't let the world say breast milk ain't you know one of the most organic pieces in, in on earth. You know, but we gonna keep keep it moving because niggas like what the fuck is he talking about i don't care <laughs> you know what i'm saying but what we on 44 <sighs> your boy yay man do i want to talk about kanye man lord man do i want to talk about kanye man yeah let, 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 let's get into the kanye shit man because that that's obviously the talk of the town and one thing about Kanye that I will acknowledge and, and will give my respect is that man knows how to control the fucking crowd, bro. And I mean that from the most humblest position that I can think of, because 
anytime this man does or says or reacts or breathes or whatever and this can be either a positive and negative connotation he gravitates his gravitational pull is second to none you know what i'm saying and that leads to the conversation that i have because of course this is in regards to his latest anti-semitic remarks you know his last recent appearance on drink champs with nori and the conversation that created because of the shit that you know comes out of kanye's mouth and for the people who don't know just going to give y'all a quick timeline like i said kanye recently um appeared on drink champs and for the people who watch drink champs this was his second appearance on drink champ and that is of course drink champs with nori dj fn now the first time he was up there that was the you know typical yay we got him on drink champs appearance let's talk about his career etc etc this appearance was different because it was in response to the alleged controversy with the shop appearance. And that's LeBron and Mav show. So f- again, for that, he showed, according to Mav, let me say that. And that's uh, Mav is Bron's business partner. But according to Mav, Kanye showed to the shop. And during the appearance, Kanye said remarks that were deemed disrespectful anti etc to the point where they pulled the episode now within 24 to 48 hours from that statement and that was within the past week we got a response as far as nori um stating that uh, episode of drink champs was coming and within 24 to 48 hours of that statement we got an episode of drink champ now of course drink champs averages from two to three hours of content slash conversation as i like to say and during that conversation kanye pretty much doubled down on his remarks in regards to the white lives matter and how he you know the other things that you saw him from tucker carson and other platforms that he spoke his piece in the last week or two Now, of course, the main notable things or takeaways from the conversation was the, for instance, like the George Floyd comment where he actually quoted from a documentary in regards to the George Floyd case in the police situation where he did not die from the police officer's knee, but rather from the usage of fentanyl. Now, again, Kanye did state that on Drink Champs. He took that information from a documentary that was debunking the cause of George Floyd's death. Now, of course, for the people who's listening and for the people who know, we know that that's a bold-faced lie, and he's just blatantly telling a false statement. Now, that's the problem. Personally, I thought that was more than bullshit. It was a lie. It was a super lie. Don't know why he said it. Don't know why he felt compelled to say that, because in the same breath, in this same interview, he did speak on the fact that Jewish people owns this market. And that's a fact. Now, if the Jews going to come at me and cancel for the love podcast, then fuck it, because the truth is the truth. We've seen the Nick Cannon situation and we've seen how that went about once he spoke his piece on what he thought about that side 
and we saw how Wildin' Out got canceled from that point. I'm going to leave it on that note, you know what I'm saying? Because the power withstands at this moment, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it is what it is. I respect all people, and that's my political correct statement for you right there, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, I don't know what to tell you, you know what I mean? We outside, north of shit. But Kanye, back to this nigga, White Lives Matter, don't know why he put that shit on. Even during the interview, it was kind of being debunked, but it wasn't because at that point it was like talking to a drunk motherfucker and that makes the conversation to me not really serious, even though it is serious because when you fucking intoxicated, it's like, what the fuck are we really talking about? So, and that leads to me as far as what my thoughts was on it because, of course, had a lot of conversations about it and ultimately it was something that Nori shouldn't have did. I understand and respect the fact that he took that approach because from a business standpoint and from a pod standpoint, it is content. But at the same time, not all content is good content. And when you know something, you should act on that. And that was the problem I had with Nori after the fact, because after the interview, of course, he appears on Breakfast Club. He appears on Hot 97. He pretty much is on his apology tour pretty much expressing to the people that he is regretful and he should have never did it and et cetera. And a lot of people are saying that's in response to the lawsuit and him and not being sued or not wanting to be sued. And that could be the case. But me personally, when I saw most of the things, like, cause I saw his breakfast club segment where he called in and apologized. I saw a man as far as Nori being regretful. That regret i really believe that that man was regretful at the same time my problem with it was he should have stood on what he did which was dropping the interview and just letting it be regardless of what this man said out his mouth because that's another thing too you essentially apologizing for what another nigga said on your shit granted it's your platform and you take the accountability off the fact that you gave this man your space yet that was not your words you don't co-align with this man's thoughts you put a disclaimer in the beginning of your interview that y'all don't associate with this man's thoughts that's enough right there so the fact that you did all of that and then you start tweeting shit like my shit got more views than football. That sounds like a nigga that knows what he's doing. And on top of that is standing on what he's doing. When you say shit like my shit get more views than football, you need to stand on that. You can't say that and then want to come back and say, oh, shit, man, I should have heard you. I should have never did it. it, should, it that shit is corny. You know what I'm saying? Because don't get me wrong. We in the fine balance of understanding that if you don't agree with somebody, you have to let them rock and let them give that out because that's their perspective. And you have to give them that right as far as understanding that even though you may not agree with it, it's somebody else's perspective and it's a different perspective than you. So you need to let that fly. But at the same time, when it's content and it's information that's being spewed that can misinform and misguide people, then I can understand that needing to be blocked. So that's where it becomes a situation of like with the Mav and LeBron situation where if y'all knew or better yet tried to control this man's speech or what he was saying, 
then y'all shouldn't have never invited this man. You know what I'm saying? Just like going back to Nori and Drink Champs, when even in that Breakfast Club conversation where Nori referenced how he didn't want to have a Birdman moment with Kanye as far as Kanye walking out because Kanye told him if he couldn't say what he wanted to say, then he would leave. If I'm Nori, I will let that happen because at the end of the day, this is your platform. And if you trying to like save your friendship with this person for the sake of having this episode, then that's where you just not need to invite these type people anymore. Because I understand in the same breath where Kanye is coming at. Like if I can't say what I can say, then there's no point in me being here because you filtering my words or my statements or more so not filtering shit, but like you letting this go, but not letting this fly to me is not the full speech. And it's not what I'm fully saying. And I can agree with that. That's why I didn't understand Braun and Mav even pulling that because, excuse me, not pulling it, but even inviting him. Because if it's like, what was the point of you inviting somebody if ultimately you're going to tell this man what he can say or not? You know what I'm saying? So that was the whole conflict right there. But I could understand this type of shit not being displayed on internet because it's false information it's just that balance you know so with that being said i think this is definitely a, a learning lesson for nori i'm not canceling nori i'm not getting rid of drink champs I, uh you know and i respect the people that stands on that because that's another thing that we have to do in this life too we have to respect what other niggas do because niggas are not built the same we're not moving the same and again we're not built the same we're not you know what I'm saying? So respect how niggas move and understand how they move does not impact your life. You feel me? So I support and respect the motherfuckers that do cancel Nori and don't fuck with drink chips no more because of that, because that's how they believe and that's how they rock. Me personally, I still rock with Nori. He's still for the culture. He's still hip hop. If you don't fuck with that interview, he has other interviews recently with Shaq, with Boosie and patty and etc that you can listen to for another two three hours and block that kanye content out the way and just make it a lesson and move the fuck on and now going forward if a nori or any other pod motherfucker does that again then that's where you need to let go because that correlates back to kanye west as far as the main question that i asked the peers and the people in our culture what are we doing with kanye now because we can love a motherfucker and love a nigga from a distance but at this point based off the things that he's saying from recent standpoint to the past year or going forward if we know the type of person he is if we claim to know the shit that he supports and i'm not saying this to say that y'all wrong this is just me posing a question because if we seem to know what this man kanye stands for what he's about what he's not anymore from what we known him in the in the past or in the beginning of his career then what are we doing are we still copping his shoes are we still rocking with yeezy are we still listening to his next album that he's going to do in the next five years because i asked this question because we can't say our mouths that we're not fucking with kanye and then when his yeezy slides come out we are we in line for that you know what i'm saying and me personally, my beliefs, Los believes that if you're not supporting the motherfucker, then you need to not support all that's associated with this nigga. 
And I mean music, clothes, all that shit. Because it makes no sense to say that you don't rock with this nigga, but then you got this man's shoes on. You know what I'm saying? Now, people from the outside may not agree with that. They may hear that and be like, oh, yeah, Los, you're bugging. You can still do, you know what I mean? But me personally, I feel like you got to cancel all that shit out. If he's not for us, why the fuck are you rocking a nigga that's not for us? And I'm going to let you think on that from another sense, because when you look at your clothes and you hear that question, you're like, hmm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, and for me personally, it's definitely conflicting because growing up in my generation, Kanye was one of the ones. He was the one. You know what I'm saying? Outside of Pharrell and the VA legends, Kanye was them ones. So it's hard to see that nigga become this nigga. You know what I mean? It's like really some wild. It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like seeing your beloved nigga in the block become the wackest nigga of all time. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those. But, you know, Kanye know what he doing, man. I just posed that question at the end. I just want y'all to think about that for the next thing that Kanye does. We don't know what he's going to do next, but we do know that it's going to be televised. It's going to be reported on. It's going to be talked about because whatever Kanye is associated with is going to blow that big. Kanye West has been Kanye West for a long time. So I want people to think about when he does his next theoretical or whatever you want to call it statement or thing or whatever the fuck. Are we supporting that or are we just blocking this man out? Like, are we, I'm not saying cancel this motherfucker because I don't think nobody can be canceled, but it's more so a block. Are we erasing this nigga history from our computer is my point. Are we men in blacking this nigga Kanye West? You get what I'm saying? Or if we're not doing that, are we trying to just wait to see if he comes back to the old self? Because that's not happening either. Because realistically, not even on the money and kardashian all that shit once you lose your mother you're not the same fucking person you get what i'm saying so that's one but i want y'all to think about that man because for the love we about to move on we not about to keep talking about this kanye nigga to my exact point because he's not about to take over the pod but you know when you've been doing recent wild shit and saying shit like the george floyd statement and calling meat mill and Diddy fake gangsters is hilarious. <laughs> See, that's the one thing about Ye that's like funny that I will say last. Cause he'll say some damning shit like the George Floyd shit and then turn around, not saying that it makes everything okay, but then turn around and say some shit like Meat Mill is a fake gangster. Like, what? And then also turn around and say things like Black Lives Do Matter. So it's like, why are you wearing the white lives matter tee? You know what I'm saying? He's a wild, he's a wild type of guy. Y'all got to understand that Kanye goes for the wild factor, man. But y'all keep wearing the shoes and listening to the music and all that. Because me personally, I still listen to the nigga music. I can't, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, it's just like, fuck. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the nigga can't, the nigga did can't tell me nothing. It's like, but niggas, niggas use the R. Kelly statement. Like he did, can't believe. I can't believe I can fly, but he touched them damn little girls, man. So it's like it's the same thing. So, but where we at, man? We 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 done talked about two topics, and we damn near at thirty minutes or past that shit. So that's how you know the energy of this pod is going right now. 
and I told the people outside the pod um, prior to 43, shout out to Kep C again, that I got something special for y'all, man, in regarding the 757 history, and that's coming. So y'all stay patient, you feel me? And keeping it on that because we want to keep it positive, man. It's a lot of new music out there. I'm still listening to Freddie Gibbs. Soul, soul separately. Shout out to Freddie. You know, album of the year contender. I'm sorry, y'all. This shit is that fire shit, man. It's just dope, you know. And Quavo and Takeoff got a fire album too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, this ain't the pile where you you gonna hear Offset slander. Not gonna slander my man's. I just felt like on the party record from the DJ Khaled album, if Offset was on that shit, that shit would have been crazy. But shout out to Quavo and Takeoff. Because I honestly didn't know how it was going to sound with just them two. But it's some fire, man. And another album, G Herbo, still on that. G Herbo shit is fire. Side A, Survival's Remorse. And it was somebody that dropped two recently, if I'm not mistaken, man. Damn, I might be mistaken. Um, Lil Baby. Lil Baby definitely dropped. Lil Baby dropped his album. It's 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 definitely I wouldn't say it's better than his last one. His last one, uh My Turn, might be a fucking classic. Like to be honest. Like it needs more time for it to marinate. But personally the way I'm going back and hearing that album, it's sounding like some classic shit. And this album Cause before I even heard the album, I'm listening to my peers and you know, and I'm listening to the streets and they trashing the album. They saying the shit trash. They, I heard one motherfucker call this nigga the goat because they say he did a whole album in one beat. <laughs> that shit, I thought that was hilarious. But as I'm listening to the album, it's all right now. That hate record, that hey shit, that shit is garbage. Like that shit is ass. Like, I feel like all artists has a trash record because Hove, I'm a Hove Venger, but Hove has a trash record, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it a buck. That Hay record is terrible. I don't know what nigga in his circle said that shit was cool, but he need a nigga on his side that's like, fam, that shit ain't it because that shit is ass. But outside that record, and sadly, it's a part of the album, so I got to talk about the Hay shit, but his album is all right. It's a good follow-up from my turn and that's another thing too because i spoke on his first album my turn being a possible classic but that's another thing especially in rap that a lot of niggas don't understand and a lot of niggas don't respect when you follow up a solid body of work like a great ass album like baby's first album like his first that may not even be his first debut album but his first major album as far as my turn Niggas going off of that, so if it ain't that, then it's trash. I think that's corny as shit, because niggas did the same thing with 50 when the massacre dropped. Like, that shit won't no heat, because they comparing that shit to Get Rich or Die Trying, and it's not Get Rich or Die Trying, but when you hear the massacre, that shit is a solid body of work. And that's on top of this nigga giving five to six records to Games album. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to go back to Baby and say, Y'all not need to listen to these albums going off of previous albums' ears. Y'all need to listen to it for what it is. And if y'all do that, then y'all would just understand that these are good body of works, even though they're not the previous record. Just like Freddie Gibbs, I don't think his current record, the last album, Triple S, is better than Alfredo. 
because Alfredo is fire, but the Triple S record is a dope ass body of work because he stepped out his lane as far as the one producer side side and went all lanes and still made that Freddie sound. That's why that shit is album of the year contender. You know what I'm saying? You got Joey Badass album 2000 up there. My favorite album this year, Ramona Part Broke My Heart by Vince Staples. To me, that shit is like the best productive album I heard, you know what I'm saying, from top down. Again, my opinion. And then, of course, you got the Kendricks and, you know what I'm saying, Beyonce, Stevie Lacey's and all of them. Man, this year's just been a fire-ass year for music, man. I'm not even just talking about hip-hop. I'm talking about R&B, pop. You know what I'm saying? Afro beats. Shout out to my Africans because them Africans is killing it too, low key. You know what I'm saying? The Tims, Burner Boys, WizKids, et cetera, et cetera, man. Like they wilding out there. So a lot of dope ass music. And even on the local side, man, because of course this is for the love. We show love to the locals. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga Al Doms. His album is dope. You know what I'm saying? And all the local talent, you know, Camp C got his album. And young crazy you feel me a lot of niggas out here is you know doing their shit man that means something and that's that's where it's about and keeping it on virginia you know just want to shout out to missy elliott you know shout out to the legend herself the portsmouth native you know i know all my portsmouth niggas is probably listening to this shit rolling their eyes because it's like get the fuck out of here but <laughs> we love missy man you know what i'm saying y'all just gonna have to hold that hurt and understand Missy is Portsmouth, man. Missy is 757, man. You know what I'm saying? And she brought these legends to the world. And now the world know how Virginia sound. That's all I got to say. And, you know, just shout out to the God. Because Missy over everything. And like Push said, Missy was our only misdemeanor. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hard. But, you know what I'm saying? We here, episode 44. I'm going to keep saying that until episode 44 is 45. You feel me? And what else we got, man? What else we got? Let's see what else we got to talk about. You know, I'm just might just do 757 Sounds. Actually got some dope shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, nah, fuck that. We actually got dope 757 Sounds each episode on For the Love, man. If y'all niggas ain't listening, then y'all deaf at this fucking point. I don't know what else to tell y'all. Y'all fucking deaf. Get surgery, use your insurance, because you can't hear this shit, because it's John Blaze, nigga. And the shit you listening to ain't John Blaze enough than this John Blaze, nigga. You understand? You know what I mean? Actually, because they got me on my deem just now, because I had to realize that these niggas is fire on the 75 side. Shout out to all them niggas. We about to get into these 757 sounds before I keep talking my shit so y'all can hear the fireness on this motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? And this is actually for the people, for the love, because this is always for the love. I want people to understand that everything we do is for the love. You feel me? And this episode for 757 Sounds, I got my good brother, my twin. He actually looking like we, you know what I'm saying? He's my 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 mans you know we not blood but we can go as twins you know what i'm saying and the brother i'm speaking on his name is lil sean spelled l-u-u-h-s-h-a-w-n again lil sean you know what i'm saying and he's representing portsmouth virginia speaking about portsmouth earlier shout out to missy you know what i'm saying we go keep it portsmouth side 
Shout out to my Portsmouth niggas, you know what I'm saying? But this is my twin, man, you know what I'm saying? When y'all look him up, you'll be like, damn, he look like Lowe's, but it's all good. That's my brother. And again, his name is Lil Sean, you know what I'm saying? Little Sean, but spelled L-U-U-H, Sean. Check him out on YouTube and all DSPs. This record right here is called Prosper, and it's fire. It's that shit, because like I said, every 757 sounds that we play on for the love, is that heat, it's that John Blaze, it's Dalin, 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 you feel me? But Prosper, good brother, Lil Sean, Portsmouth, stand the fuck up, let's get it. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I like to hear that every day, every pod, man. This is for the love. If y'all understand what we are, 
Dweeb about these 757 sounds. Of course, that was the good brother, Lil Sean. Shout out to Lil Sean, you know what I'm saying? That was Prosper. Like I said, check him out on all DSPs. And for one more time, is L-U-U-H-S-H-A-W-N, Lil Sean, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the team, and we're going to keep it popping, you know. But episode 44, another update for the people, you know, before we check out, you know what I'm saying? Just want to get into my battle rap shit, you know, and say free surf, first and foremost. It's very unfortunate what that man is going through, and... He's apparently going through a RICO charge for the state of New Jersey. He's been recently arrested and he's facing a serious situation. We don't know the full details about this charge, allegedly, but we know he's facing something serious. So we're just going to keep it short and just wish his family well, wish himself well and his team. And speaking personally, to see and know that the last time I saw this man was his last performance, not seeing he's not going to battle again because I'm very confident we're going to see this man on stage after this situation. He's going to prevail from this, but it's just crazy to know that the last performance that he did prior to this was the event I went to, which was Summer Madness 12 in Charlotte, and that was his battle against JC. So not speaking selfishly, but I am glad that I was able to even witness Surf and at least get that off before this unfortunate moment. But, you know, wish him well, wish his friends and family well, and we're going to see the wave soon, man. And speaking of the wave, free Max B, because we got to free the wave in all togetherness, you know what I'm saying? And sticking to battle rap to keep it short for my battle culture fans, man, they got the new card coming out, Homecoming, officially is what it's called. It's on November 6th. It's in Irvin Plaza, and this is the Geechee Gotti versus Murder Moot card. Again, Geechee Gotti versus Murder Motherfucking Moot, dog. And like I said, it's in Irvin Plaza, so it's in New York. This is homecoming. Doing the science, you know what I'm saying? Now, for Geechee, this is kind of wild because you're already battling Moot. Not saying that Geechee can't fuck with Moot. I personally got Geechee winning the battle, but it's in New York. And personally, that nigga Mook is undefeated in New York. He really not, but he is. It's like even when he loses, he don't lose because the crowd makes it not a lose, a loss. Excuse me. It's it's, it's kind of it's kind of powerful. Like his L's is a dub, so it's like even if he loses this battle, he not gonna lose because it's Mook. That nigga's like God in New York as far as battle shit. You know what I'm saying? It takes me back to the battle with him and Sears Jones. Niggas in the coaching know that battle, and personally, Sears won that battle, but in the building and in the video, it looked like Moot got that nigga out of there, but Sears won that shit to me, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to see, because that's the main event. Following the card, they got Jazz the Rapper versus Vitson. That's actually my battle of the night. That's the battle that I'm looking forward to, because Vitson is going to talk. Jazz going to talk, too, and I'm personally leaning towards Vitson. But I can kind of see Jazz edging that on stage in the big crowd with the audience because I kind of relate her to Surf. 
how she uses the crowd control and she don't take a lot of battles, but the battles that she does do is quality battles. So it's kind of related to surf, but we going to see, because I got that two, one either way. I'm kind of leaning to Vitson because I love Vitson. She talked that shit and she flips the fuck out of some shit. So we're going to see. And then who else they got on the card? They got Swamp versus Arsenal, which to me, that's the most undecided battle of the card. Cause I have no idea who i'm even leaning towards like i just i'm just gonna fall back on that one and see what the fuck we get i hope we get a classic because between swamp what he's doing recently even the last one at summer madness with him and tay rock crazy how he survived that first round from tay rock and did that and i had swamp winning 2-1 on that so but arsenal is arsenal you know what i'm saying the disrespect king jersey all that shit legend so i got arsenal coming at swamp neck and arsenal was in the building for summer madness 12 and he seen what swamp did not saying he was sleeping on swamp but he seen swamp's recent performance so i know arsenal come with some shit because he gotta rebuttal that you know what i'm saying and then who else they got on the card man because i don't want to not give y'all the full the full just you know what i'm saying because the main event is geechee and mook and we started with that first but just to give y'all the whole thing you know what i'm saying because what else we said geechee mook jazz versus vitson they got swamp versus arsenal and they got kashan versus jack boy main shout to richmond virginia jack boy in the building you know what i'm saying va is talking we out here just for niggas to know if you don't know va is outside either way you want to believe it or not but kashan and jack boy main jack boy main can low-key take this me personally i got shine winning this battle 2-1 it'll be another debatable i really don't see a 30 unless like somebody or one side has to just be underwhelming but i got that being 2-1 leaning towards kashan and then they had got Stumbles versus Kid Slade. Now, shout out to Kid Slade. You know what I'm saying? Because definitely Kid Slade is hard. I, I listened to a few of his battles. I need to catch up on him. So I'm not going to act like I'm all on that man. I know he's representing Connecticut. So shout out to my Connecticut folks. But Stumbles is definitely, it's about time that Stumbles is in a main car. He's on a big stage. He should have been on Summer Madness. That was the conversation in the battle culture before but now he got his moment and i got stumbles winning this man because to me this is the moment for stumbles to showcase niggas why he should have been on this big stage not saying that kid slade ain't deserving of the spot either i just feel like stumbles got more shit to say and he gonna showcase that to the crowd and i got him winning that 2-1 but most of these battles for real for real I don't see a 30. The only 30 that I can possibly see coming from is potentially the Swamp and Arsenal battle because I can see one side kind of falling off and that being a 30 each round. And I can also see the Kayshawn Jack Boy battle going potential 30 as well because I can see one side of that getting going left and a nigga getting bodied. So we should see a potential classic with this card. Again, shout out to Smack. You know what I mean? Shout out to URL and all the other battle leagues. You know what I'm saying? And always, when I talk about battle rap, I always got to bring up Av and shout out Av because he's the Norfolk legend. He's representing the 7-5 and that needs to be pointed out. And shout out to Big K and Jack Boy, man, representing VA. You know what I'm saying? And you know, 
Of course, we outside. You know, we in Norfolk, Virginia. This is a 757, if you didn't know, by 44 episodes. It's currently football season, by the way, for all my sports niggas out there, which I thought I wasn't going to talk about sports and football and sports again. Like, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? You already know. Granted, my boys, Baltimore, is tripping right now. I don't know what eight is doing. Eight still great, but eight needs to win, man. Hey, Lamar, you got to win, my brother. You got to stop playing like Kyle Bola and play like him, Himothy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Easy to Block Captain. You know, we three for three, you know, and we we 500, but we looking average right now. We definitely looking disappointing in the halfway mark, but we going, you know, thug it out and do what we got to do and turn it around when it matters. You know what I'm saying? And it's still Ravens all day. He still needs that bread. That contract is still deserving. He should have got that last year, but we're going to win and get that after the end of the season. You get what I'm saying? And for the people that's listening to this pod, this is officially the day of opening night for NBA. So people that don't fuck with sports, I pray for y'all because it ain't no escaping this shit. You know what I'm saying? Opening night of NBA means basketball season is back. You already fucking know what time it is. For my sports niggas, my basketball fans, they got Golden State versus the Lakers tonight. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Golden State should come out with this dub, you know, because it's also ring ceremony night for them as well, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the fucking Lakers. You know what I'm saying? They come with a bunch of bullshit outside of LeBron James. So we're going to see. And apparently, you know, you don't have to get suspended even though you snuff niggas. And we're going to see with the whole Draymond shit because apparently he's snuffing niggas and shit off of emotion. And you see how Golden State responded to that by locking in two niggas to long-term contracts. And guess who don't get the long-term contract? You guessed right. The nigga that snuffs the max contract player. <laughs> so, and if you ask me, man, like this nigga Draymond wanted to be a, a fucking Laker in like for the past two seasons, bro. Like I never seen a nigga that won a championship and proceeded to align himself with LeBron James who is not a member of your team like granted you don't you can hang with whoever you want I just felt it weird that you're hanging more with this man than your own teammates after you want to ring with your teammates like I seen this nigga Draymond in the offseason more with LeBron than he was with Stephen Clay and etc that shit is crazy it's signs that he wants to be with LeBron and he wants to be a Laker because once he got that fourth ring that told Draymond mindset like oh shit I'm tied with LeBron I could be on LeBron boat I could do you know yada yada whereas like you ain't even kicking it with your peoples that you won the title with I thought that was telling and then it goes all of that to you snuffing pool and now you're not getting your bread now you got to play out the season now you done set the tone for the season because now niggas gonna talk about rather than go to state running it back that you just caused the whole tension to the squad so now realistically after the season you gotta go and you see now i'm just getting all stephen a smith on these niggas man and i don't got time for it watch first take you know what i'm saying nba's fucking back the ravens going to the playoffs you know what i'm saying all that other shit i don't know what to tell y'all niggas but y'all funky y'all breath still stink Y'all need to wash y'all ass, and y'all don't read or write. You know what I'm saying? I just get tired of y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, we're going to keep it positive. And I want to thank my supporters last and least. 
You know what I'm saying? That's all my SoundCloud niggas, all my Spotify niggas, all my Apple niggas. And also shout out to my word of mouth niggas, man. Shout out because y'all niggas exist too. Y'all the type niggas that don't even have socials, but be on the God shit. So I respect y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, stay tuned for the following contents that we have at For The Love because I still keep my promises, like I said to the people on socials, that we have something special for y'all. And just remember that history is important, especially 757 history, man. If y'all don't know 757, y'all going to learn eventually, dog. And like I said, this is Los. This is y'all boy. And even if y'all don't fuck with the God, I don't fuck with y'all niggas, which I thought I was going to say something positive, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is episode 44, you know what I'm saying? Stay out the way and mind your business. God bless.